0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Grinding Coffee Co., a black LGBTQ plus owned coffee business that donates a portion of every sale to charity. Coffee is imported from around the world and they pride themselves on great customer service for a small team. Use promo code PLP22 for 10% off your order. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the first episode of Pit Lane Parlay in 2022. I am your host, Mike Jokum. McBridge, Frenchie, and Hickey are all joining. We're going to talk about the famous IndyCar iceberg that made it infamous. <laughs> maybe <programs laughs> infamous, famous. I don't know, whatever. Off, uh, from Reddit, uh, when was that? Right before Christmas or right after Christmas? So we're just going to ramble through some topics. If we knew them, if we don't know them educate each other on them if we do so i'll pick one first and then we'll just kind of ramble on from there so the one i all it's tier nine that we don't
1: you're gonna start at the bottom t- <laughs> you gotta start at the top you're gonna start you at, at the bottom
2: down oh. duh <laughs> oh, hang on all right so we're gonna share this on our we're gonna share this on our social media again, just to give you guys like a, a cue on what's going on here. But there's nine tiers. Tier one is like everybody's heard of it, and tier nine is like things nobody should have ever heard of. And it was up to you to determine what category of fandom you were in. Uh, yeah. So host wanting to go to the tier nine is a, is a yeah. move.
0: I get to. I get to go first. Go, I'm, yeah. Shoot your shot. Sebastian yeah, Vettel and the secret champ car test. There's pretty much nothing online. I've never heard about this before until last week or the week before. Hickey, I know you had tweeted that you'd heard about it like a couple months ago or something along those lines. So curious as to what anybody's heard about it. And yeah, we'll just take it from there
2: yeah there's not a lot of info out there about it he subbed in for mario haberfield which i think was conquest at the time uh so in the yellow and red my jack car and yeah he was i i don't know what the origins of it were or if it was going to lead to anything but obviously we know what happened to him eventually he got to the red bull program and the rest is history so so I don't know if Frenchie or McBridge ever heard about that. I mean, I like you said, I only heard about it like two, three months ago before this iceberg came out.
3: It's kind of ironic because I just read over the kind of holiday break Mark Weber's biography, and there's a lot about Vettel in there. But um, all I know about his test is that it happened in 2003, and that it was Derek Walker's team. So he got to test for two for two days at it? Homestead, and I, that's all I know.
1: It's more than everybody else. I think
3: Red- <laughs> And that's, I, I, that's literally on Wikipedia. You can find that. This isn't some scientific research. It was just Wiki, simple Wikipedia. All right, fair. Well, I'd heard about it before, but I had to check, make sure. So Wikipedia yeah. is where you go to do that.
2: I'm going to go up to, I'm gonna go up to okay. tier one and just maybe pick one. And if you guys want to, like, educate people on to why it's on here, okay. go for it. Well, I have one in tier one that I do. I mean, I know most of them in tier one. There's one I actually don't know. Uh, but I'm going to start with the U.S. 500. Uh, wh- why is that on the list? What's the significance behind that?
3: I'm guessing that it just represented the split as the race at Michigan Speedway that replaced the 500.
2: That started with a 18-car uh, crash or whatever under... Is that what that was know, called? Yeah. ...to the green.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it was the, the U.S. 500, because they had two races at Michigan that year, and the first one was the Michigan 500. It was pretty uh, forgettable. Yeah, it kind of was a. It was kind of a, a bad look on CARTS with all of the experts and money they had in their league, and the fact that their big race of the year got off to such a horrendous start. Uh, Jimmy Vassar ended up winning, but it was a boring race. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, it was just a, kind of a race of attrition, and not a whole lot to remember. It was the first me. and
3: only one, right? They didn't have a second US 500.
2: Correct, and I think that's when. You know, obviously IRL had the Indy 500 and the Indy 500 despite being lackluster as far as names in 1996 was still a good race. And obviously we know how it ended with the Indy 500 prevailing and IRL I'm prevailing.
0: Curious for everybody out there listening if anybody chose the US 500 that day over the Indy 500. I've I've seen a few people kind of comment that over the years, not many, but and we're not gonna we're not gonna out we're not gonna be like oh my god look at, uh, look at Cody Bray he watched the US 500 in we're st- not, instead of 500 we're
1: not shaming
2: well if it's <laughs> no we don't slander we if don't he was slander. also <laughs> like two years old at the time or something <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean not to say that's I true. wasn't three you years old but me. he was like two years old yeah there there's probably a
2: somebody out there is actually younger than that's
0: me that's weird I mean. Team Pit Lane member Christian Denevsky is like
3: six years younger than you, I think. So uh, I don't even know if he was alive for this race. Then he might not have been. I yeah, can't I do
0: the three, math in my head.
2: But anyways, do you guys want to pick one? <laughs> what is okay? What is IndyCar lost media? Where is it? Oh.
0: Uh, th- it's on tier one on the far right side. I i don't know well i wonder I... if that
1: is like bob jenkins and robin miller and such like tom Carnegie. you know like i i don't yeah, know if that's see, what that like, means
2: is that like, seems like it's too vague to be like one i took it guy
0: as guy like that that lost footage wrong. like the oh is it like
2: the, i mean <laughs> 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 there's no like archives yeah for this you stuff. know there's because like outside of the Indy 500, can you find footage of a race from like the 40s?
1: There's also that time that and some I media one... got lost at a track. So it could be a lot of things. <laughs>
2: <laughs> was that you guys?
3: I am going to say, don't we still do that?
0: Nashville.
2: Nashville giving me hard flashbacks right now.
1: That one time Mike said, I know where I'm going.
2: Let's go to tier two. Tier two, the average viewer category. So we just got out of the rookie category. Average viewer category. Uh, Shannon or Frenchie, do you guys have one in there that you want to highlight? Or ask a question about?
1: What is that virtual Indy 500 controversies? What is that?
2: That was the pandemic, uh, iRacing, oh. Pagano wrecking Lando, and Frucci dumping Askew. you. Yeah. That was a particular low point in the pit lane <laughs> parlay world because we had to talk about. Oh, that was... I didn't
1: even consider that.
2: And having this having Lando bots come at Pagano and saying his career was over. We don't need to talk about Lando Norris. Don't fans even this week.
1: bring him up. They are on. They're in rare form, and that is hard to say.
0: <laughs> Hickey is feisty. He hasn't recorded in like three weeks because he wasn't feeling too well. So he's he's got a lot of pent up anger and <laughs> I. Didn't,
2: yeah, this is post-COVID yeah, that, that, geeky. Is that and one of the long term <laughs> side effects?
1: <laughs> it's a long term COVID.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anger and rage. No, I just think Lando fans are irritating. very annoying a lot of the times. Yes. And this this highlights it with his girlfriend's. That was at and a point in the
0: that, pandemic uh, where I thought, oh my God, we're really talking about a video game and controversies in a video game. This is what my life has become.
2: And then I questioned all of my life decisions. Yeah, that was.
1: I think everyone questioned all their life
2: decisions. (laughs) Hey, it was on it was on broadcasted, though. So it was was fun. I don't know. French,
3: you got one from the average viewer category. I feel like I could talk about every single one, except what happened at the 82 start of the 500. I don't think I have anything off the top of my head that I know that happened at the start.
2: Was that was that the was that the Coogan year?
3: Oh, okay. If that was 82, then okay, that makes sense. Where Kevin Kogan wrecked everybody.
2: Yeah, I think that that's when Coogan wrecked the first okay. two guys. Foyt and Mario, maybe? Definitely Foyt. Yeah, yes.
3: Okay. I didn't realize that was that race. And that's
2: where the legend of Coogan, which, this is his last name spelled C-O-G-A-N. Yes. So the fact that Kogan got <laughs> elongated into many O's is hilarious.
0: I, I guess. I'm going to give you that one.
2: There's
1: a lot of controversies in this one.
2: All right, tier, th- yeah, yeah. I think the tier two is like the spicy one. Tier three, the indie car YouTuber. Ooh, that's oh how boy. I got I out here. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, hey, wait! I do indie car videos on YouTube that get like ten views. Does that yes. mean that's me?
3: Nine of them are me watching <laughs> it on different devices. Oh, man. just kidding.
2: Oh, I appreciate Aww. you, Frenchie host. Why don't you, or I guess anybody can just i mean i'll I'll jump in
0: there's two that stick out as that i don't know what they are so
3: the six dollars ball bearing i have no idea what that means okay go ahead Frenchie. i'm pretty sure that's the 87 500 where mario dominated the whole thing and then the ball bearing was the piece that let him down
2: oh yeah Prew, that or it's
3: or it's the what's it called the turbine car i don't remember which one it is actually when i'm thinking about it that the part let them down as they in 68 i guess it was or
2: 67 because yeah mario led like 170 out of the 180 laps right. until then he had it in the bag the other clothes. one
0: is the race of two worlds that's what I, was I have gonna no ask. idea yeah,
1: what is that
0: i have no idea yeah. what where that's
1: do you know Frenchie?
0: no does anybody out there know please help us if you do I'll give you a sticker. No, I don't won't know what Corey Whitehill is. Or Corey Witherill, Who is that? Uh, Corey Witherill is is the first uh, native full-blooded Native American driver to qualify for
3: the Indy 500. Now, that's cool. I didn't know that.
2: The Race of Two Worlds was an automobile race held at Monza in 1957 and again in uh, 1958. It was intended as an exhibition event allowing the USAC teams to compete directly against teams from the Formula One Championship okay. in Europe. I've
3: heard of that before, but I didn't know that's what it was called.
2: And they competed on the banked Oval at Monza, which had been completed in 1955. Due to the similarity the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the USAC teams ran the Indianapolis 500. The event was nicknamed the Monza Shut up, that's so dumb. <laughs> I didn't know that.
0: Can we, can we bring back the hashtag Monsanapolis, Monsanapolis this year?
2: Yeah, when when car races or F one races at Monza, we oh go back. Was the Indy five hundred five? Is that when they like red flagged it, and or what?
0: Where I'm sorry, where so is, the, is that? Oh, so right in the middle.
2: Oh, is that Jacques Villeneuve when he was two laps down it's because he ended up completing five hundred five laps to win? Maybe I don't. Or five hundred five miles.
0: Yeah, Villeneuve, the Indy five hundred five. Yeah, thank you.
2: Okay, that makes sense. Because, yeah, because he got his r- stupid two-lap down penalty. I don't Is Bump
3: Day, like, just misspelled as Bum Day?
2: Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, typo. Next, I don't know. Why, why is Tier 4 called Townsend yeah, Bell? Yeah, that's
0: Townsend <laughs> Bell. I, nothing against Townsend Bell. He just doesn't fit in the category name
3: here. No, he should be higher up the tiers. He seems to know his stuff.
2: Should be lower in the tiers, then yeah. I'm not gonna lie, this
3: oh, yeah, that's what I meant.
2: This is my best category, other than the 1971 Questor Grand Prix. <laughs> that seems like
3: I, I thought question. Questor was like a um blood thinner medication or something, but it's Crestor. Crestor. <laughs> I, wa- I apparently watched like too many medical commercials when I'm watching racing, I have no idea what that is.
2: Right before they give you the 80 side effects and why you're going to die. From Wait, can can, I,
3: can we go
0: totally off topic here? The medical commercials that say don't take this medicine if you're allergic to it. Like who, who sued a medical company to the point where you had to put that in there? How am I going to know before I take it, brah?
2: Who sued McDonald's for not pointing out the fact that their coffee was hot? Uh, the
0: 1971 Quester Grand Prix was a non-championship Formula One and Formula 5000 race in Ontario Motor Speedway at Ontario Motor Speedway in California.
2: That sounds cool. Look at this grid. Jackie Stewart, Jackie Ickitz, Graham Hill, Emerson Fittipaldi, Mario Andretti, Sam Posey, Ronnie Peterson, Foyt, mm -hmm. Al Unser, Bobby Unser, Swede Savage, AJ Foyt, David Hobbs, Jackie Stewart again. (laughs) Surtey, yeah, John Surtey the classification Mario one, of True. course.
3: Chris Amen, Denny Holm are also uh, there, wow. Mario, Jackie yeah. Stewart,
2: Denny Holm. Damn, that's a stacked Derek field. Bell. All right, well, Ooh. respect. That's a really good field. I wish they would do some stuff like that nowadays. Uh, How cool is the name,
3: Pete Lovely?
2: Shannon, anything from the Townsend Bell tier?
1: Other than Driven being one of my sort of favorite movies.
3: <laughs> Dude, Big so. Sly alone girl?
1: I think it was probably one of the first racing movies that I saw that wasn't NASCAR related. And so it just stuck there as like good, but it's not. But <laughs> Now I'm so committed to that that I just stay with it anyway.
2: All right. Well, I'm looking at the Bob Jenkins tier now, which is tier five. And of course, the first thing that pops out to me is the Elio. I knew that right away. I could have called
0: that one. As soon as, yeah, but I looked at it and I went, I'm like, all right, you know, skipping around here. I'm like, oh, Elio Matt's gonna bring that up first.
1: Ooh, I didn't realize (laughs) they had, oh, I didn't realize the Vegas was on here. Why you gotta be putting that on
2: here?
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's not necessary.
2: Yeah, that's kind of one of those, like, as if everybody doesn't know about that. I mean, random people on the street can remember what happened with the safety truck at the
1: detroit gp in 91 you know Frenchie. i see the look on your face
0: Frenchie's jumping out of his shoes right now
2: then when mario and michael ran into the back of it
3: yep where it was like around a blind corner
0: back
2: in the back in the day when they yeah back in the day when they didn't throw full yellows or local yellows to warn the drivers that there was a car off and a safety truck just kind of helped themselves to the racetrack and mario and michael both crashed oh, into the safety truck
3: Yeah, it was not good and it changed the way they did things. There's, I think the 91 Detroit race, I feel like IndyCar posted on their YouTube channel not that long ago. So I went back and watched it and it's nuts.
2: Yeah. And then there was the one at Toronto where Mario hit a stricken car on the side of the road one year and like almost launched himself into like the catch fencing. And I just look back at the old races where they just leave like broken down cars on the side of the road and don't clear them. And I kind of cringe pretty, pretty hard
0: the first IMS road course design. Is there something I'm missing other than when F1 was there? Are we talking pre F1? I
1: think it's just saying when they decided to put in a road course on IMS property. Okay.
0: I didn't know if there was like, because now we're at the point where it's not, things might not be as obvious. So I didn't know if there was something I might be missing. It,
3: not so obvious, but I, well, there I were I'm people
1: who were not happy about it. Sure. You know, the sanctity of,
3: Do you guys know what happened at Pocono in 81? It was crazy. I I just learned about it recently. I don't, but go continue. So uh, a lot of the cart teams boycotted the event because obviously the cart and IRL split had just happened in 79. I guess it was still pretty fresh. And so USAC actually opened up the race for Silver Crown cars to compete. And so it was a two a two class race. Like there were USAC like Indy cars and and uh Silver Crown cars racing in the same race in two different classes. What? That's I do remember insane. that. There's footage of it somewhere. It's Who nuts. thought
0: that was a it's good so idea. Nuts. Can you imagine that now like Indy Pro 2000 and IndyCar at the uh, on the, in the oh, same race?
2: Lord. Host, do you remember that time that I went on this huge rant because we saw that tweet where someone was requesting that The Indy 500, not only was North American drivers only, but that you would have like a hundred entries, including the Indy Lights field would be in the Indy 500. And it's yes. And it's like, I feel like if they did a race at Pocono with IndyCar and Indy Lights cars, that would be horrible. Pocono
0: is already a dumpster fire enough as it is with one class of cars.
2: Yeah, we don't need to add fuel to that. Dumpster fire. Only one I want to comment on is IndyCars used to actually test at Daytona road course. Uh, one of the years was their preseason test, and they did all their like, media and like preseason clips and posters f- with the Daytona backdrops in them, which is kind of weird. I think it was like 07 or 08. Yeah, it was a weird time. This is one of the years they did all of their media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they've ever raced there, in though. In the 50s,
0: but... I think, once yeah
2: way back when all right we're into the tier six the robin miller tier i'm really glad that vitor mira at the 2009 Aww. indy 500 made it in here somewhere because that was one of the best I displays of driving i've ever seen he's
1: a good driver
2: first race at ims was that. a balloon race Do did we did know that
1: it's hot air balloons
2: so i guess i was a little confused as to the rationale for alex Zanardi to be in here like god bless him and he's an amazing person but why is he tier six do people not know who Alex Sinardi is? I mean, he was like a two-time champion.
0: Yeah. I don't understand the purpose of having him included in there. Like I'm happy. Uh, first off, I'm happy. He's okay. Or out of the hospital, but I don't know other than his incident. There's nothing like mis- mysterious about him. At least that I know of. Do you guys know what his nickname was?
2: I didn't know that Dale Earnhardt senior was supposed to be the Indy 500. The little pineapple.
0: Wait, I'm sorry, what?
2: That was given to him by... Uh, it was Little Pineapple. It was given to him by Mo Nunn, but I don't really know exactly why it was given to him. What well, category were on? Tier 6? Yeah. I'm looking up this Dave, Dale Earnhardt Indy 500. Bobby Unser's
3: turkey stories are pretty
0: hilarious. Yeah, those are good. The 73 Indy 500. Anything Frenchy, that comes to your mind? Because I don't... Go ahead.
3: Yeah, it was one of the... Races where there were a lot of fatalities. Um, Swede Savage died in the 1973 race. And that was one that was, I think, I want to say called early. And so that's why when John Cock, he won the 73 race, when he won the 82 race, it was kind of like redemption because he didn't really feel like he had gotten a chance to win the race legitimately. It was one of those races that was kind of always with an asterisk.
2: Yeah, I'm looking up this Dale Earnhardt thing. Apparently he tested a car for the 1983 Indy five hundred. Did he really a number thirty-five Wrangler car, but he never made it to qualifying because he crashed the car, is the rumor. There and then someone replied there is no or the IMS Museum on Reddit replied, There is no record of Dale Sr. practicing or testing an Indy car at IMS or anywhere else. Kenny Schrader did practice an Indy car at IMS in nineteen eighty three, but did not make it to qualifying because he had an accident in practice. So I'm not sure there's actually any weight to that Dale Earnhardt rumor.
0: Yeah, it's hard to eh, yeah. I'm not buying much into that one, but let me look here. I, I don't think there's anything left in this one. We can go on to number seven. There's one in number seven. We're definitely going to skip, but I I I know a decent amount about it because I've read a, a bunch. But the do you guys know about Ganassi's secret wind tunnel?
2: No, the first I heard about it was when you just said you're going to go to Pittsburgh. Okay. Go there.
3: Yeah. Frenchie, I feel like this might be something you know about. I've heard about their secret wind tunnel, but to be honest, I can't think of that much about it off the top of my head. And
1: what do you want to know?
3: Yeah, I anything. It's a secret. Everything. You
1: can't tell those things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I feel like that's like a Fight Club, <laughs> Fight Club story right there. The secret when you can't talk. First rule about the secret you wind tunnel is you can't talk about the secret, secret wind tunnel. tunnel. I, I know it's I know it's on a closed down stretch of highway somewhere near Pittsburgh so Judy was boring hello then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com
1: it's my little escape
0: now Judy's the life of the party
1: oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon
0: whoa take it easy Judy <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
1: Ch-ch-chumba.
0: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age... Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you.
0: There's there's plenty of articles online about it that I've read in the past. I would love to drive by it on my way out to Indy uh, in the near future. So uh, I probably won't because I'll forget, but...
2: I'm surprised the Fittipaldi orange juice controversy made it this <laughs> I feel like that's like tier two. I feel like that's another kind of widely known one. Yeah. And then Caitlyn Jenner used to be an IndyCar reporter. Yeah. that yep. When I was watching those 80s races and she was on the screen, I'm like, what is going on here? Like, that's kind of random out of left field. Yeah. Uh, she was good at yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, very knowledgeable. She used I to race
3: the Trans Am series. Yeah. Yeah. For really? Roush. She was racing Roush Mustangs. I think she won Sebring one year in like the GTO IMSA class in like late '80s. I
2: wonder if she raced against Willie T.
3: Yeah, no, there's an interesting story about them getting in a fight.
1: Ooh, that was a very
3: <laughs> French got Very excited. Go watch Uppity. Go watch Uppity. Willie T's documentary. Mm-hmm. It's, it's they so talk good. about Willie talks about fighting um, Scott Pruitt and Caitlyn Jenner when Caitlyn was uh-huh. Bruce.
2: It does a so good. Didn't he fight David Hobbs? They were teammates, and they
3: did not get along. I don't know if they ever fought, though.
2: Yeah, I told Mike once of that there's a good documentary, but I think it made Willie seem like the greatest driver to ever exist. And like, yeah, he was probably a really good Trans Am driver. I just don't know how, like, if he was the great as great as the whole film made him out to be. I mean, it was his own documentary.
1: Isn't that kind of how you <laughs> like? Isn't that your point of a documentary?
2: it's good no like it was good to learn about like the story and whatnot but like i don't know i just question if he was the greatest thing to ever grace the train i mean you series. don't really get
3: the chance unfortunately to prove yourself when you link up with uh some famous people like bill cosby and oh. our buddy what's the fight promoter's name the guy who used to promote mike tyson and all those guys larry king yeah, Larry King was like Don King Don, Don, like, Don, Don, King? King? Don King. King. Not, not Larry, King. yeah, Don King. <laughs> <laughs> the old guy with the suspenders. Totally different. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Rest in peace though. <laughs> yeah. My bad.
2: Yeah, his uh his car adventures were subpar and that I, I would say that's more down to equipment. But hey,
3: well, I have one question. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What what happened with Viceroy? They were a sponsor for the Parnelli Jones team, and I don't know what they did to ruin IndyCar that it says here.
0: I think there were some questions about, didn't they have the interesting kind of Viceroy? Didn't they have the weird like chassis design with like the kind of like strange arrow pieces on the sides that kind of went like in a V shape up? Yes. So maybe that's
2: what they're talking about. To be honest, I don't know.
3: I have a picture of it up right now. It's really ugly.
2: I found something from Miller's mailbag from 2018. And the question was, I was reading about blah, 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 and came across something I didn't know. The article said that both Parnelli Jones and Dan Gurney had to shutter their racing teams in July of 75 for lack of money. Didn't Parnelli lose Viceroy at the end of 1975? What is the story behind this? And all Miller said, yep, that was your Uncle Bobby and the Big Eagle won Indy. They ran out of money, so Unser ran the final couple of races with Jerry O'Connell and the Sugar Ripe team, Viceroy bailed after four years. No backstory, just the way it was.
0: There's backstory. Sorry, Robin. R.I.P. Yeah,
2: but I'm sure there's more to that. There's,
0: there's definitely backstory. All
2: right, what, are we on tier eight now? Tier eight, the Donald Davidson tier. Paul Tracy versus the
1: world at this <laughs> point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you... <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, Tracy versus the internet. Yeah. Literally,
1: yeah. in all of my years of fandom, have I never considered somebody crashing into the scoring pile. Not one time.
2: I've never heard that talked about. That'd be, it's that'd a... be I mean, it's obviously possible, but it'd be very difficult well, also, to do at that location the, of the it's track. It's surrounded
1: by a wall. <laughs> and where you are, you can't really catch air because it's on the straightaway.
2: Yeah, you'd have to be you'd have to be hooked very severely at that yeah. point of the straightaway to.
1: But do then that. when we posted that, people were like, "Oh, we've I've always wondered that." And I'm like, never "Yeah, that'd be considered. horrible." <laughs> to,
0: to be honest, when I when I saw when we decided we were going to talk about this, I was actually really curious, Shannon, what you were going to say about that one as the indie native. And I feel better now that you have never considered it because never once in all the years have I watched IMS stuff. Have I ever thought, oh my god, somebody's gonna crash into that thing? Especially when you see it in person, you see it walled off, and it's like a, you know, foot or a couple feet back from the actual track surface too. So I just may- maybe
1: it's not really back from the track surface, but it does have the like the it has a wall around it, like a pit wall,
2: you yeah, know, yeah, height,
1: yeah, yeah no, it's. Yeah. And isn't
2: there like a support base before you actually get to like? Yeah, the there premium? is,
1: but that's really just as tall as the wall is, and then it goes up. Um. But again, like it just you would have to have air to hit the actual scoring pylon, and that
2: yeah, obviously it would be devastating if it happened. But that would take a lot of physics. Or not for that work. To work. <laughs> yeah. John Herb, hope you're having fun in prison. You, you sack of sackish.
3: Don't, oh, don't You don't prison. want to know No, what
1: he I do know what he did. I didn't know what you meant. Like, don't look it up. I'm like, why? Oh, yeah, no. That's no,
2: a problem. No. <laughs> L- look up what prison he's in, I guess. If, if, Randy if, Lanier, <laughs> host and Frenchie. You guys got anything on Randy Lanier for Charlotte those who Crunchy. don't know?
3: There's a really good podcast if you want to know some more about Randy Lanier called Up in Smoke. I think it's called or something like that. the miami herald (laughs) did it like years ago and i think it's a six episode podcast and they interview randy and like it just goes through the whole story and so if you don't know go check that out but i i mean the guy is like living a happy life i mean he's been released um for you know all his marijuana trafficking and he's now just like kind of living a normal life coaching drivers i think
0: can you imagine having randy lanier as your driver coach i mean he was talented. I'm not that saying dude he wasn't. won a lot of stuff. But when you write, like, when you start moving up the ranks and you're like, oh, who's your driver coach? Randy Lanier, and teams are like, ooh.
3: Hey, he served his time. I mean, at, from the criminologist of the group, I mean, if you serve your your sentence, and we don't even need to get into the debate of what kind of prison sentences you need for somebody who's trafficking in marijuana, but he served <laughs> his time. We've now
0: turned into the legal podcast section of tonight. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you could get the person though like, who's your driver coach? Randy Lanier. Yeah. Hey, let's go. Randy. Randy. Gosh. Twenty (laughs)
0: twenty two is off to quite a start.
2: (laughs) Well, you got hosts like Imagine if your driver coach is Randy Lanier and then Mia Frenchie's like, Imagine if your driver coach is Randy Lanier, like, hey. If
0: if
3: Randy could help me on the Xbox, that would be greatly appreciated. I have a feeling Randy was unfortunately in prison when all video games were released. Most likely the case, yes. Okay, we can
2: keep going here. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to tier nine, and I feel like we should devote like a little bit of time to yes. each of these.
1: Can we? Can we talk about the? Can we talk about the milk ad? It's my favorite one on this list.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's
1: so cringy they took it down you can't even watch it anymore no No. it is the video you could find some still shots but the video like the commercial itself is i mean maybe you can find it but when i looked it was like video unavailable now i'm like no that's the best thing it was it's my favorite part of this list
2: so can you so what can you explain to those who don't know what the twenty fourteen Indy five hundred milk fetish ad is?
1: And that was also the year that American Horror Story came out, and that was, it was that topic or not topic, but uh, that was the theme of American Horror Story. Was that
0: milk? Milk? No, it
1: was the the <laughs> leather bound person? <laughs> I don't know. what to
3: Dominatrix? No, it was really the devil. Oh, is
2: this the Joseph Newgarden one?
1: Yes! Where he's, like, crawling and then gets oh, in this, like, like dripping yeah, milk out of his creepy. mouth.
2: Yeah, that was Hang on, I'm going to find that. See
1: if you can, because I could not find it when I went to look it up again. It literally says video unavailable everywhere I looked. But you can find still shots of it. You can find the pictures. You just can't find the whole video. But it's, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> It's better for me because I think it's because it's Joseph Newgarden. It's something that you would never in a bajillion years expect Joseph Newgarden to be a part of. And then you see it.
0: Do you remember when Newgarden did those YouTubes where like he'd just go up and start talking to like random fans and be like, what do you think about Joseph
2: Newgarden? The, indie, the incognito ones, those are so, those are some of the best content you've ever... That's just, It was so fun. He's
1: so good at being personable and like doing that stuff. They don't utilize him enough.
2: He's
3: like the next Hinch. After Hinch is going to the booth, he's the guy that they should really focus doesn't on doesn't have to do
1: it in a simp suit, but he can't <laughs> like everything
3: else. Yeah, maybe not Or bad,
1: maybe. But... You might get an entirely I new mean, demographic.
0: True. Yeah. I'm, I think we should just probably move on at this point. The Dick Simon was D.B. Cooper. I had not... I didn't either, but I Googled it and... I was like, all right, this is kind of interesting. Like, I see where they were coming from. I know nothing about it other than I think it was Wikipedia or Autosport or something that I read one article on that was probably 10 years old at this point. But it was, you know, I'm really interested in the D.B. Cooper story. So I found that article very interesting. But I know nothing other than, you know, uh, Dick Simon was a skier and, skydiver and pretty much could have, I guess, technically been DB Cooper, but I don't I don't know if I actually believe it. Frenchie, I feel like this is right up your alley.
3: Yeah, I remember listening to the Dinner with Racers interview of Dick Simon, and I think they straight up asked him, like, are you DB Cooper? And he goes through <laughs> the whole thing of like, well, I guess I could be, but like I wouldn't tell you even if I was whole thing. It's really funny to listen to. But uh yeah, I mean he has all the traits and I mean, the pictures of D.V. Cooper are very, I don't know what I would say. It could be anyone, almost. Like, they're not very accurate. They're very general. So who knows if Dick Simon is D.V. Cooper. But if he is, that's even cooler.
2: Yeah, sorry. I'm quite distracted. I did find this video, and I'm watching it for the first time in, like, five, six years.
4: Where did you find it?
2: And it it is, I just, uh, the official IMS race broadcast. Has the pre race festivities in it. Oh. You're a so genius. You that is a genius. So Fast forward like the. If you go to like the 24th minute, oh, God. The, <laughs> like, Spider Man. I'm just going to call it like <laughs> Spider Man 3 the Venom character is like sucking milk out of the bathtub. Oh.
1: Except it's. That's
2: so weird. Joseph All right, well, I'm going to find a way to get this down. I'm going to find a way to get this down to, like, a video that we can at least circulate amongst our friends. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, that's I don't know
0: if we're form. legally allowed, la- allowed to do that since it's in the 500 coverage. Well, we're not legally allowed
2: to we... tweet it, but...
0: Yeah. Oh, fair, 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 fair.
2: Yeah, we can, no, we're not we going to tweet people. this people. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> We can tell people. We, we can
0: point people in the right direction. We can
2: point at people in the right direction, but we can't copy this or whatever, but... Oof. All right, anyways.
0: I was wondering why you looked so distracted for, like, the last two minutes. You had this, like, super serious look on your face that was slightly concerning as we were talking about D.B. Cooper. Like, you, like, had some, like, secret information.
2: No. Um, so we talked about Vettel. Did we talk about Mark Plord?
0: We did not. We we talked about it beforehand. We didn't talk about it during. So who wants to talk about Mark Plord? Frenchie? I
1: feel like this whole episode is just, like, we should have just named it Frenchie, and then we can just... Come in after with some random facts.
0: <laughs> we can be funny, and Hickey can have the occasional
3: bit of knowledge. and French Frenchy has all, of all the, knowledge. Of the knowledge. There's a lot to say about Mark Plord. Go on. I mean, he's a four-time Champ Car World Series champion.
2: <laughs> Do you want to explain that to people that I don't understand?
3: I don't really know how to explain it because I, I, as far as I know, he's just like a guy who claimed that he's won like an insane amount of races and he just hasn't
2: is it like a virtual racing league that he created but he like raced against like alex anardi and greg moore and all them but then he won
3: no it's like the champ car series was like it's it's like another series i don't know if it's virtual but like there's some series called champ car like they stole the name And he's won that series. And so he markets himself as this guy who's won champ car titles, right? Like he's Sebastian Bourdais, and he's won four champ car titles. But really he's won in this like low level grassroots racing series, I think.
0: Yeah, there is a very grassroots level series called champ car that still runs. And that is what he's talking about. I actually do. Now that you've said that, I do remember hearing about it.
2: Sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen.
0: Most likely. All okay. right, Scientology Church
2: sponsoring indie car teams.
0: Yes. Does anybody <laughs> yeah. know anything about this? Yeah. Of course. Why why did I why did Frenchie go ahead? We're going to we're going to mute ourselves for the rest of the episode.
3: I know that he there's I, there's a whole article I can send you and wrote in and Track about this because this was one of the questions I was going to do for trivia for you guys at one point, but then it never happened. Um mm-hmm. yeah, Elron Hubbard and everything. Like there's a picture of Roberto Guerrero holding up Elron Hubbard's book like in front of a car that's just sponsored by Scientology. It's like his 80s STP IndyCar, like late 80s, 87, 88. And it's just him there doing that. Um, And it also, I guess, John Travolta's somehow involved with it at that point. Well,
1: John Travolta is in Scientology.
3: No, but he was involved even back at this time. So I have to read more about that. But it, it's they also sponsored a group... I guess a group C Porsche 962 run by Kramer racing that Mario and Michael raced.
0: Why did you say Kramer racing? And the first thing I thought of was the guy from Seinfeld. I think 2022 is off to a strange start right now. Cause I'm clearly out of it.
2: Last one was Tony Renna's fatal crash mystery. Don't have to spent too much time on it. Basically there's a lot of unknown knowledge slash information about Tony Renna's fatal crash. at the tire test at IMS in 03. 02 but there's not a whole lot out there. There's kind of bits and pieces, but a lot of unknown information on that one.
0: Anybody have anything else we can wrap up if not? Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 2022. This was our rant through the IndyCar iceberg thanks to user Brazilian H Evolution.
2: <laughs> uh, 2022. <laughs>
0: making this and everybody have a lovely weekend of racing
2: it is ryan here and i have a
0: question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper